all right everyone it is your girl Shanice back with another sincerely chronicles podcast today the topic is expectations versus reality of your pregnancy journey well technically of my pregnancy journey um honestly it took me a lot of going back and forth before i actually settled on this specific topic um there was just a lot of different topics in my mind that i wanted to discuss and i had been making some posts asking for people's feedback and your girl wasn't getting no feedback um i'm just gonna need for y'all to check in a little bit more but it's okay we're still building and growing this family together However, um, as a pregnant woman, I think that it's important to kind of jump out the gate and let's talk about expectations Um, because we all have expectations when we get in a relationship, when we're pregnant, you know, you're going to have a child, when you start a new job, when you, you know, by a dog um there are expectations that you have whenever you start something new and you know how often do we take the time to reflect on our expectations versus the reality not so much that's how um so let's get right into the conversation <sighs> so where to begin where to begin First, let's talk about my expectations in general, like, you know, before I even got pregnant, just like thinking about pregnancy and relationships. Um, if you've followed me from the very beginning on my Sincerely Chronicles page on Instagram, I think one of my like first few posts, like the third or second post, I actually put up a post that said, you know, Um, Am I the only woman who had these expectations that I would be married and stable when I, you know, got pregnant or decided to bring a child into this world? Um, That's what brought about this topic. And I definitely can honestly say I did not have expectations, um, you know, like, fresh out of high school or while I was in college, I never thought about um, those things in detail. I just knew I wanted to be in like a solid relationship. Um, I definitely, you know, wanted to probably like have a home and not be in an apartment. Um, Whether I own my home or my significant other own my own home, I didn't really think about that too in depth. I knew I wanted to have a good job because I wanted to be able to provide for my child or whoever I was with to have a good job so that we can be able to provide and give that child, you know, everything they need, love and care. I know for sure that I wanted to have an only child because I don't know, I just wanted to be able to give them all my attention, all my affection. Um, And that has a lot to do with my own personal background and just craving a lot of attention, affection and um, just like one-on-one time. So I can honestly say that my expectations for my relationship was that I would be in a stable, loving relationship, 
Um, I would definitely be living in a home and not like, you know, like, like, I don't know. I don't want to say like renting an apartment or anything like that. But I guess what I want to say is I wanted wherever I was living to be like a home. Like that was somewhere I was going to be for a while. It wasn't just like a one-stop shop and, you know, I'm still trying to find somewhere else to go and blah, blah, blah. If that makes sense. Hopefully that makes sense. But yeah. So, um, I wanted to, you know, have a very loving and open and, um, open communication type of relationship where he definitely talked about everything in depth and, you know, really had things figured out. I wanted to be very like healthy as far as like, um, chemistry and obviously like great sexually, like, you know, just everything was just, you know, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Like that's, that's, that was my, um, expectations of my relationship. Um, like I said, I wanted to have a good job, so I definitely wanted to be stable. I wanted my significant other to be stable. Um, I wanted to, you know, have, I, I do think that I kind of like had it in my mind that I would be like engaged or married. That was definitely kind of an expectation. At least, you know, I wanted that next level of commitment, not just oh, we're together, we're not going to be with nobody else, like, I wanted it to be, like, known to the world, like, you locking this down, we in it to win it, um, and, you know, like, and to bring a child into that happy, healthy environment, and there's no confusion, there's no back and forth, none of that, so those were my expectations, right, so basically what I just recited was I wanted to be in a happy and healthy relationship, um, I wanted to have a home. I wanted to be stable. Um, I wanted there to be chemistry, you know, sexually, all of that kind of thing. I wanted to be in a committed relationship where I was at least engaged, if not married. And I knew for sure I only wanted to have one child and give them basically all of my attention and affection. Now, let's talk about reality, okay? So, let's start with the relationship um my relationship is nothing (laughs) nothing like what my expectations were for myself um honestly my relationship is extremely non-traditional um compared to what i wanted now you know let me be completely transparent with y'all um my relationship is definitely one for the books um it's very hard to even explain but i will attempt based off of what my expectations were um when i met my child's father we were like young dumb in love you know what i'm saying i mean we were like that excuse me great gatsby's love you know like we partied we drank, my dismal things, no, just kidding, um, <laughs> but it was so fun and fulfilling and enjoying, um, just to be in each other's, like, I don't know, space, um, you know, we, we were, like, obsessed with each other, like, we called me, he, oh my god, Chris used to call me, FaceTime, specifically, he would FaceTime me, like, all day, I mean, like, all day, we had to see each other, because at the time, I was in college, I was away, 
he was in Chicago, so we FaceTimed all the freaking time, um, talked all the time. Every time I was back home, you know, it's like the physical attraction was like, whoo, like, I mean, I'm just saying, y'all. I probably should have had this baby <laughs> years ago. Just kidding. But, yeah, so, you know, we was like bunny rabbits. Every time we saw each other, we was, we was getting it in. We was getting it in. We was getting it in. It was amazing. Um, and, like, although we weren't, like, obviously financially stable or, like, you know, anything past getting it in and living our best lives, um, you know, the chemistry was definitely there. It was it was amazing. It's what I definitely wanted and what my expectations were. Now, fast forward. Now, it is not the same. Um, what I will say is when I met Chris, I was a lover girl. Um, I was so obsessed with him. He was like the sun and the moon. And it's very funny because we actually have an insider about the sun, the stars, and the moon. And that was like how much we love each other. Um, and now I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm not in that same space. My chemistry level is not there. What I will say is that when you're in a long-term relationship, me and Chris have been together for about six years. Um, you know, you don't, and, and this is just for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't think, don't compare your relationships or anything like that. But for me, um, it's very hard to keep that same momentum that you have from the beginning, okay? Especially when life happens. Um, I can definitely say that our relationship has stood its fair, you know, testimony of ups and downs. I mean, highs and lows. So I think that that plays a huge role in why you know, that chemistry, that, that, that excitement, that passion that we once had, you know, six years ago, isn't there now. And it's funny because prior to, you know, doing this podcast today, I had a conversation with him as I sometimes do just to get his input prior to me going ahead and, you know, like talking to you guys so that I'm able to give you kind of like his side because he's not a public person. He does not like, um, you know, being in the public eye or like really being the face of anything, like he's just more laid back, reserved, and chill. Um, but his commentary was just like, you know, I feel like the longer we were together, basically, the like now he thinks that I am a lot more involved in things that kind of um set me more apart so like you know I'm really into social media um I'm really into a lot of outgoing type things and he's not into that and he feels like you know that's definitely something that kind of sets us apart um but you know you have to grow like that's why you know sometimes expectations and reality get so blurred because there's growth um your views change your mind changes um and therefore you're not the same person so therefore those expectations eventually change into or conform into whatever your reality is um you know what i'm saying because your expectations have changed that's not the way you think anymore and that's kind of what's happened to me but back to um the relationship and the chemistry so um 
it was popping back in the day now not so much um with pregnancy I think you kind of become guarded I will say I have become guarded with my heart um with my soul emotionally I I think about everything on an emotional level and because I I've started to do that I've become emotionally withdrawn from my relationship therefore I question my chemistry with him if that makes sense some may get it some may not let me give you an example um because I lacked self-esteem prior to getting pregnant I withdrew our sexual chemistry from our relationship so doing that obviously there's something that I can't give to him in which he cannot also give to me and we lost that so although yes we created a, a a a being within me that was like the last shot you know what I'm saying like that was the last testament of our relationship to kind of give it that go and although we succeeded at it because it was not intentional it didn't reignite that flame in our relationship to the chemistry that we once had at the beginning of our relationship um which has been very difficult to navigate within these past eight months because you know just imagine if you are a woman if you are a man listening to this podcast um you know a year before you conceive you're not sexually active you you know have one of those drunken moments drunken love okay getting our beyonce and jay-z on and you conceive a child and although that's a beautiful thing it wasn't intentional and because you're still fighting with you know whatever the emotions are that kept you from being um sexually attracted to each other or you know tied to each other now you know you can't you can't just pick up where you left off because where you left off there was nothing um that has been a continuous struggle because the reality is i once had all of this chemistry in my relationship and now i do not um and and you know that's difficult because i'm going to bring we're going to bring a child into this world and we're still trying to find or figure out ourselves whether that's any relationship or or not you know what i'm saying so that just kind of gives you some a little bit of detail on the expectation versus the reality of the relationship so like right now we're really in a in a in a searching phase um trying to find ourselves separately as well as how that fits within a relationship in parenting because we're about to bring a you know a child into this world and we we still haven't we don't have that chemistry that we once had that initially wanted to bring this child in the world if that makes sense so yeah that's kind of like the expectations versus the reality of our um physical chemistry within the relationship now let's move to like stability so obviously my expectation for stability is that we would both like you know have pretty good jobs we would be able to provide and um the child with a nice home and you know be stable enough to you know not have to worry about the everyday struggles of having a brand new child 
Whew. Let's talk about that, okay? Um, now you know I'm I'm very transparent with y'all. Like I I am not sure for anything. When I got pregnant, um, I was I was making you know a couple of money moves. Okay, um, I'm working a decent job. You know I can't say it's good. I definitely feel like I should be getting paid more. But hey, <laughs> I'm gonna take what I can get. Um, however, I had come to the realization that there was more moves that could be made, and obviously, like I have said in the last podcast, um, I decided to purchase property to, you know, earn some extra income. Um, that that was a thought process. Um, this was something I talked to Chris about. He wasn't as on board. Now I have to give you a rundown. Now when I talk about stability and talk about housing and income, we have to separate um, stability as far as housing and stability as far as income, right? Finances. Um, Because I did say that I wanted home for my child, right? Y'all remember? Cool. Um, Chris has a home. Chris owns his home. And that's where we live and we have a decent sized home for ourselves enough room for a baby and um but we also got five dogs because we do breed um so when you think about it it's really not that much space i mean you know we got like a traditional three bedroom two bathroom home and no basement might i add so where you think the dogs at with us? I'm just playing. But they is. Like, you know, we already living in it. So, you know, obviously my expectation is that I will have a home. And the reality is I do. I do. I have a home. Um, is it what I wanted when I had my expectations? No. The reality is I definitely imagine probably not having as many dogs so my house wouldn't seem like it's not as big um but all in all like I can't complain my child has a nice size room everything that I want to be in here so far is in here um I'm saying in here because I'm literally doing this podcast out of my baby's room because I love sitting in this wonderful um rocking chair that TT Tina got baby really me but so yeah um, I'm literally sitting in here. So, yeah, like, you know, as far as a home, like, we have, um, it, it's as close to my expectations as I could possibly get. Um, however, like I've mentioned, it's Chris's home. And, you know, for some strange reason, I just needed to have something of my own to make me feel independent. And also so that if I ever had a child, I was able to show them like, yeah, you know, you can be in a relationship and you can share things, but you can also have things of your own. I thought that was really, really important. And which is one reason why I wanted to purchase like my own property. Um, there's some other stuff, but we're not going to dig into that right now. So um, now switching over to the stability, the financial stability side. Um, which has a lot to do with why I wanted to purchase property. Um, obviously, investing in real estate can go, you know, one of two ways. You can either, you know, make a profit and really, you know, make some money off something, or you could take a gamble and, you know, lose some money. But 
essentially you still come out with property right you know like this is an investment it will eventually pay off down the line you know my child will inherit it they can live in it or they can rent it out whatever the case is obviously my plan was to rent it out so that I can probably make some you know make a, a nice little turnover but also be able to I guess like own something you know what I'm saying like at the end of the day I, I bought a two flat so Obviously, I knew I wasn't going to be making no major money, but I knew that I would make enough for me to not have to pay for my two flat and for, you know, it to pay for itself. That was the goal. And if I got a little, you know, $500 to profit, hey, so be it. Um, Obviously, that was um, one thing that kind of met with my expectations. Um as far as like financial stability. However, some things that I didn't think that would happen while I was um, on this journey during my pregnancy, I did not expect to be like sidetracked. I think at the time of me purchasing my property, because I had a really good job, um, well, not a really good job, but a job that he at least liked um, in which he lost. Um, like right at the time, I think that I was closing on my property. And at the time, I think I was like maybe four or five months pregnant. So, you know, that really shook things up because now that anxiety sets in. It's like, oh my God, I'm having the baby. I was financially stable. Now I'm not because I decided to go out and do something on my own. And now, you know, being the other person, a part of this relationship, I can't afford to maintain, you know, both of these you know, homes on my own until, you know, he's able to do whatever it is he needs to do. Um, obviously, that was not a part of my expectations. <laughs> um, and that's when reality hit, you know, reality slapped me in the face like, yeah, you said you wanted a home. Well, you got a home. You ain't say you wanted to be able to both maintain and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so, that was definitely a test on one our relationship because as you know boom we already working on our chemistry and the physical and the mental and you know all of that kind of stuff but then to find out you're having a child um one person in the relationship made a huge purchase which is a huge sacrifice um and then another person loses their job which means a loss of you know steady income how long is this going to be for how will this interrupt, you know, your household and your stability? Um, let me tell you, personally, it was devastating. Um, I became very depressed. I took out a lot of my anger and frustrations on him as if it was his fault that, you know, I went out and got pregnant and then decided to purchase property and had to tie up my finances and I couldn't spend any money while also you know us having a home and you know his finances are now limited so we can't provide for our home the way we should because we only have one income and then on top of that oh we're having a new baby and you have to be able to do all this stuff for a new baby um this little backstory our house is a little older so having a baby meant we were going to have to remodel our um, child's room. Um, I want to say we started a bathroom remodel and not even a week after we started the bathroom remodel, 
Chris lost his job. Um, in which he thought he was gonna like have this job to replace it within two weeks. And um two weeks came and went, three weeks came and went, four weeks, a month, two months. So you get what I'm saying, like things really did not go as expected or as planned. And it could have been a huge setback. However, I could tell you today we did kind of get through that. Um, it was not easy. I had a lot of issues with my property that I purchased um, that costed me a lot of money, which really tied up our finances for our home, caused a lot of debt. Um, I mean, I was at the point where I didn't even think I would be able to have a baby shower because I couldn't mentally focus on having a baby shower knowing that I was in so much debt with my building um, and that we were down to one income and we have a household to still support. Meanwhile, we have a child to bring into the, you know, into, into our lives in like less than maybe five or six months at the time. So, you know, your, your expectations, they definitely do not pan out, um, excuse me, the way you expect them to. And that's just kind of, excuse me, gosh, sorry, you guys. The baby is like, got, I don't know, I'm, I'm eight months pregnant. So the baby, like, I just be having gas and like, something I'll be burping. And I'm like, oh my God, excuse me. That was awkward. But just, you know, ignore all of that. But anyways, like I was saying, um, though, yeah, those, those expectations, you know, you just have to be okay with knowing that what you expect is not your reality and things will change and you just have to accept move on you know try and figure out the best way to maneuver and communicate um so just kind of as a recap you know i expected to have a home and be able to bring in more income and be financially stable um the reality was i had a home purchased another even though i started off financially stable i actually went into a lot of debt i'm not even gonna give you a number it's a, it's a lot <laughs> um a lot of debt from purchasing that extra home that i thought was going to be such a great investment um which set me back so far that you know we obviously fell behind with stuff with our current home um and it just it dug us into a deep hole which um caused the relationship a lot of turmoil um and it, it it just wasn't it wasn't easy um and it really made me you know like second guess a lot of things um question the relationship become extremely withdrawn um it just didn't create a very healthy environment to bring a child into and it's been really hard to recover from that which leads me to um like obviously we've already kind of touched on the expectations of the relationship and the chemistry and things like that um and then we obviously have moved into finances and stability um now let's talk about marriage which kind of goes back to the beginning but um and then we'll get to the baby you know my expectations were that maybe i would be engaged or married i can honestly say I am so glad that I am not engaged or married right now because I think that getting pregnant 
um, you know, with your significant other, whether you've been with them for a long time or maybe a short period of time, it kind of gives you insight on how that person will be in a relationship and whether or not the relationship can hold, you know, above water. Like, will you float or will you sink? Um, I can tell you from personal experience, it has not been easy. Um, my relationship, friendship with Chris has been extremely tested. Um, there's been a lot of doubt. There's been a lot of back and forth. There's been a lot of arguing. There's been a lot of smiles. There's been a lot of laughs. There's been a lot of crying. Um, it's really just been all over the place, up and down, because the reality is, it's like they say, you don't know the person you're with, Um, and it doesn't matter if you live with them for two years, five years, you constantly learn things about people, Um, and that's why I think it's so important to date, and even, you know, like, taking your time in dating, you almost got to have a whole family with them before you get married because there's certain things that you can't turn back, if that makes sense. Like, you can, but you can't. Like, I definitely can say that I thought that Chris was a completely different... Okay, I'm not going to say completely, but I definitely thought that he was someone different or I had a different conceptualization of the reality when I was younger opposed to now me being 26 yeah like those expectations being like you know 20 years old when I met him like that reality just it it just wasn't a reality like (laughs) it, it wasn't and um it I'm I'm glad that I took my time because I can honestly say I'm not ready for marriage. Um, and, and I don't think either of us are. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that this is definitely teaching us both a, a great lesson because it's like I told Chris, like, you know, could you imagine being married right now and how stuck you would feel? Like, because... For me, I know that I'm a very difficult person to be in a relationship with, um, and he's not, like, a walk in the park either, but, you know, to have to stay in a relationship and feel like you can't leave because you're married and you want to work out your marriage and you want to be there for your kids, you know, you now you're taking other people's lives into consideration versus when you're dating, you know, like right now we have a kid, if things just don't work out after, you know, a couple months or maybe a year of trying to have a happy family, we can just go our separate ways and still find a way to co-parent. When you add like that marriage factor, things get difficult, okay? You gotta split properties and, and you know, finances and, you know, you gotta deal with the kids and custody and all those things. I mean, you still deal with some of those things just dating, but when you marry, like, it's, it's definitely a longer process. You know, right now, I could just move out next week and do whatever I want to do. And guess what? None of our finances are tied to each other. You know, the baby will still have a room in his house. I can go maybe to my building and live and do whatever. And You know what I'm saying? But we could still figure everything else out. Versus if we were married, 
y'all, my building probably wouldn't even be my building. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. But, so yeah. Um, when it comes to <laughs> the expectations of I wanted to definitely be married or engaged versus the reality of not being engaged or married, I'm glad that things turned out the way that they did. I'm also glad that my whole financial inst- you know, stability issues turned out the way that they did because it taught me a great lesson. Um, I wish that the chemistry and that part of the relationship, I wish that that didn't go the way that it did. Um, I can honestly say it's very heartbreaking to think like, you know, at one point you were like magically and devastatingly in love with someone and there was so much sexual chemistry and emotional chemistry and then for those things to just kind of bleed, you know, it's it's devastating, especially when you don't, you don't expect that to happen. Like, that's never something that I wanted to happen. Um, it's something that I'm still working through. I'm sure you can hear my voice. Because it, it is, it's very disappointing. And I, I am currently finding different avenues and ways of how to, you know, work through it and kind of get past whatever that emotional block is for me, um, at least on my end, so that I can work on being better for the relationship. Um, but I can definitely say, you know, it wasn't easy. Um, and it, I, I do wish that the expectations could have been my reality for that specific um, topic. Now, to talk about the baby, and then we'll close out. Um, I I guess I really can't talk too much about my expectations for my child. What I can say is everything that I wanted to do when I found out I was pregnant, which was document my journey, um, start a podcast, um, that had to do with the baby, start a YouTube um find a new revenue or you know some some more another stream of revenue which was buying my building um and kind of maintain a positive um outlook on life i can say that honestly that that has been i guess more so of a goal not an expectation because i didn't have an expectation for what my child would be like. The only thing I wanted was to be able to give my child everything I feel like I didn't have. Um, and I feel like I didn't have a childhood. I was definitely robbed of my childhood. And um, I can tell you now, like, from literally creating my child a room from scratch, which literally robbed my savings, but I did it. I mean, new walls, new floors, electrical, brand new closet all the furniture is new, like, that was such a huge thing, I come in my child's room every single day, and sometimes I cry, other times I just tell the baby that I'm in here, and, you know, talk about it, um, I said that I was going to read almost every day of my pregnancy, and I do that, which is how we have books with baby, I hope that y'all be tuning in to that too, um, I said that I was going to document my pregnancy, in which I have by starting a Sincerely Chronicles um, Instagram page, um, and now starting with this podcast on Sincerely Chronicles, because this is our Sincerely a Pregnant Woman, 
um, segments. Um, obviously, my content will change after I have the baby. And that's why it's called Sincerely Chronicles, because we're literally going through the different phases of my pregnancy. So we're starting here, obviously, during Sincerely a Pregnant Woman. And, you know, eventually I will be Sincerely a new mom and, you know, whatever is next to come. But I can honestly say from, you know, creating the room, reading the books, starting to, you know, really follow my podcasting journey, even, you know, the YouTube, um, the property, um, the only thing that I do kind of, it's not a regret, but I wish I would have done better to put more effort into was um, maintaining a better outlook on just like positivity and self-care during my pregnancy most people who know me intimately know I've worked extremely hard throughout my entire pregnancy almost without even getting a break um most people who know me know that I plan on working up until I give birth like literally I'm due like February 15th my last day at work is February 15th yeah (laughs) um some days I work I mean some weeks I work five six day weeks um I don't take off any time because I really want to save my time for my maternity leave um you know so I work really hard I still manage my property I do not have a property manager um I literally check the mail check the building if there's something that happens, I go there, me and my handyman, um, I'm very hands-on with everything. So I would definitely say um, for any like new moms or you know future moms, whatever, self-care is super important. Um, so make sure you get that and, and have that time for yourself because mentally being pregnant is really draining and I definitely drained myself. But um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this Expectations versus Reality podcast on our Sincerely Chronicles um, channel. Please, 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 um, you know, continue to tune in. Give me feedback. Let me know what you think. Let me know, you know, what are future topics that you want me to discuss. Let me know, you know. If you want more information, you know, hit me in the DMs. Like, I'm very transparent. You know, if you have any questions, I'm very open. I'm very honest. Um, But, you know, it's all about that interaction. And please, like, make sure you pass this journey along to maybe a new mother or a a pregnant woman if you have any friends um, or, or, you know, a, a partner because maybe they need to hear someone who thinks like you without hearing it from you because I know um I send his memes all the time because I'm like I don't tell you this but you don't want to listen to me so you need to listen to these memes because you know that he likes Instagram so you know that's what I do but nevertheless I just want to thank everyone who take the time to listen um I am so thankful for anyone to follow my journey because I've put a lot of work and a lot of dedication into being able to document it, not just for myself, but for my child, just so they know how involved and how much I cared to document all of my thoughts during my pregnancy, um, because it's, it's a big thing for me, 
but also you know it's a different generation that we're living in this is not something that people are okay with doing previously you know but now we have all these like famous bloggers youtubers and instagrammers just from you know following their life and i'm even famous but i care so hopefully you all enjoyed this podcast please make sure you follow the instagram support make sure you also follow me on youtube subscribe at sincerely chronicles yes we're on youtube if you have not already watched my maternity photo shoot um a day in life make sure you go over to youtube and subscribe like post share um my maternity shoot it is amazing make sure you follow the instagram at sincerely chronicles make sure you tune in with your kids kitty pops um to books with baby and make sure you join me next sunday around the same time for another dope podcast see you later everybody toodles